Richmond's gone viral. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live here in Richmond from 12 to 3 p.m., the burger capital of America. And we had a lot of fun with that viral story a few months ago. Well, Richmond is back in the news. For what? A gun hole. A what? A gun hole. Here's NBC 12 with the story. You may have heard of the viral rat hole that's a massive internet sensation in Chicago. Well, now, Richmonders discovering something equally bizarre on a sidewalk in the fan. Riley Wyatt joining us live to show us the now infamous gun hole that's apparently what? Drawing hundreds of visitors, Riley? That's right, Kurt. Here it is in all its glory, the iconic Richmond gun hole. And it's gaining tons of attention on social media. It's simply an indentation here on the sidewalk shaped like a gun. And now we have a better idea of how it got here. You're not a Richmondite unless you've seen the gun hole. It's just something about being in Richmond, like only Richmonders would get it. People who have discounted Richmond as a two-bit town are coming back to see the gun hole and they love it. Nestled on the sidewalk of Addison Street between Cary and Maine lies the iconic Richmond gun hole. When you're just walking along these nice Richmond streets headed up for a bite at Sticky Rice and you look down and you see a gun hole. Doesn't get much more Richmond than that. A viral sensation that started with this tweet garnering almost two million views. I saw a few posts about the gun hole and I said I gotta go see it for myself and there it is in all of its glory. A joke on social media snowballing into a full-blown obsession. It's better than I could have ever imagined. Attracting visitors like Sage Gardner. People would like sit out here with us. Um, at one point there was probably like 35 people at the gun hole and it was like one in the morning. Several folks leaving candles and other offerings. I like what's happening with the shrine here. I believe that's a fried egg, um, <laughs> a lighter. Looks like a uh, airplane shooter, maybe some lip gloss and a doll head. Thanks to NBC12 and Riley for that story. Stub, have you seen the gun hole In yourself? In person, no. I believe that I've walked by it like months ago without like recognizing it or knowing that it was, you know, it meant anything. Yeah, I, I, I walk around Richmond all the time, especially that area, because I walk from Scotts to Carytown, and I'm always looking down at the ground. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit more east than if you're going to Carytown. Okay. It, it's by City Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walked yeah, yeah. by it's, City it's Beach like, 100 times. It's right by City Beach. Well, if it's at, by City Beach, then it makes sense that there's a gun hole. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bit that's of a, a sketchy place every they, once They do in a while. pat me down every they time do, I right? walk in there. It's they, funny. You never feel good if they're patting <laughs> no, you down well, they, before you're going and, and in to get a beer. They only pat down the dudes. Right. Okay. They, they have you split into two lines, and they pat down the guys, <laughs> and they let the girls in. That's wild. So uh, a Twitter user by Brock tweeted, uh, what if we kissed at the Richmond gun hole? That's now been viewed over a million and a half times. Uh, Richmonders plus people all around the country. So now, the I have heard about the Chicago rat yes, hole. Yes, that, that I think went viral that's years the inspiration. ago, right? No, that's kind of... I think it was years ago, and it's it's had a resurgence. Yeah. A lot of people are talking Everyone, about this guy Everything kind of has a resurgence with yeah. TikTok now, right? Yes. It, like, it, you know, I was asking my friends, how'd you hear about this? They said, oh, it's all over TikTok right now. Yeah, I, I think I did that or Twitter, Yeah, the things I see. And I think that people just started looking for shaped holes. Yeah. And Richmond just had a good one. Well, it, they've turned it into a shrine, and we've seen some of the things in there, like a battery. Uh, so Richmond to have a condom wrapper in yep, there. Some vapes. Some vapes. Of course. Uh, the, the fried egg was yeah, a weird bit. It was a that plastic was like a baby fried doll. egg, baby doll head. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's cool, though. 
uh, yeah, I, no, you know, I would never really go out of my way to go see it. And there are people in the area that are not really happy about that. Let's find out more about the Richmond goal, gun hole. And joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, he wrote about it for RVA Magazine, Gode Gatsby. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? I'm here at the Capitol. I snuck away from all the lawmaking to talk to you. Absolutely. Well, we love that, man. So uh, why don't you tell us your story? When did you hear about the Richmond gun hole? Well, just like you, I had seen it many times before. And with all of the obsession about it, I had to pay tribute to it. So I gave a little offering there as people were gathered with an altar. And, of course, it drew more attention. There was a party that night. People came out of the party. Um, I s- tried to s- speak to the owners of the house right in front of them. They were, they were out of town. Um, but I have my own theory about the gun hole, and that's it was made in 1875, which is why it looks like such an old pistol. It does look like an old pistol. That yeah. that is a good point. It's not like modern gun shaped. I didn't so are you saying are you saying you disagree with the Reddit users that claim it was from nineteen ninety one and a water gun? <laughs> well, they they're working with the best possible information that they have and so am I. We can we can go and investigate this truth a little bit more and find it. What is what is your thought on on the like the the viralness of this gun hole? Do, I, I mean, are you expecting people to kind of stop by there and pay tribute to it every day over the next few months here? How long is this bit going to last? Well, that's up to the people there to decide how long they're going to provide tribute there. But I mean, where it's already at is already it's right by Main Street. It's very noisy. It's in between all these other bars. I don't think people are going to notice if. There's there's another attraction there. I, I I have not gone to see it yet. Would you recommend? Is it worth is it worth the trip down That's there? That's a good point. Is it worth the trip down there? Is it worth it? Of course it is. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you actually? I don't think any of the pictures can really just do justice to what it really is. And you know when you when you pull something out of your pocket and pay tribute to it, you're going to feel a little better. Everything you put into the gun hole, you get back. Um, but but a little recommendation here is try to use something biodegradable as opposed to something that's going to turn into trash and make the neighborhood a little messy yeah like an apple give an apple to the the gun hole (laughs) already yeah already ate an apple we've got Goad gatsby here on the dean mercer rug cleaning hotline you can check out his article the richmond gun hole goes viral rvamag.com uh, you know, if you were putting together a list of five or six things that somebody from out of town visiting Richmond needs to go see, is this now on your list? And what are a few of the other things? Well, let's see. You got Alan the Dinosaur. You got that polar bear on Main Street. These are all so close. You can go to the Sculpture Garden. Um, let's see. There's the, there's the guy who walks around in the fan with a parrot on his shoulder. You got to see him. Um <laughs> You know, you know, maybe if you just get lost in the fan, you're you're gonna find all the attractions you want to find. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And uh, this gun hole has been seen by over three million people now on social media. Uh, the trend was inspired by the Chicago rat hole, which was a, con- a concrete impression of a rat. Uh, and now, remind our audience, where is this exact location again? I'm sworn to secrecy on the exact <laughs> location. <laughs> <laughs> but but, uh, but stumble around City Beach and you'll probably find it. 
I've I've been told you can actually just look it up on Google Maps now. <laughs> have they have they turned this into a Pokemon Go stop yet? Yeah, right? I think that's a that's a good question. That's I don't know if you've thing. looked into this. No, yeah. Um, as, uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll have to look into that one if, if it's been a Pokemon Go stop yet. That's the, that's the, big news. The question I have is: Is it really like a disruption to the neighbors? Like, are that many people gathering around the Richmond gun hole now uh, that the neighbors in the fan are starting to complain? Well, I will say the the person who made the post um, that went viral lives not directly at it, but near it. Um, and I would also say that there are some other, there, there was one guy who says he didn't like stuff in the gun hole. So he swept out because he likes people to see the hole there. There was one guy who got upset, kicked a glass candle. That's, that's, that's a big problem. That could just break, break all over the place. No, 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 don't do that. But I think, I think some people just don't understand the whimsy, the, the fun you get by gazing upon the hole and <laughs> it gazing back at you. And um, it's going to take a while for them to warm their hearts up. But once, once the, the, the big hype dies down and it's just sort of like, you know, a couple guys every, every now and then people understand, Oh, I'll tell people I live by the gun hole. They'll know, they'll know where to find me. Yeah, stare into the gun hole, and <laughs> it'll tell you what's truly deep in, inside your soul. <laughs> hey, hey Goat, uh, on the interview that you did with NBC12 and Riley, you said, Richmond's, people are finally realizing Richmond's a little weird. What are your favorite <laughs> weird things about Richmond? <laughs> oh, my favorite weird things about Richmond. Let's see, you can you can meet friends up at the dumpster. You know, just any random dumpster, you can have a meetup. <laughs> um, just... Just uh, it's probably the only town where you can have uh, militia guys hang out with um, the the with me for for instance. <laughs> I don't know, but it's uh, I will I will say the gun hole itself though it's really bringing in tourism. I talked I talked to a guy the other day. He said he's he's selling his house in Chesterfield so he can move closer to the gun hole. <laughs> i love that hey you're a hard-hitting reporter on the street man we really appreciate you chiming in all right anytime and also uh hoping the rams can do well this week <laughs> yeah well they got a big one tonight good call man i appreciate you chiming in phone lines are open 833-804-0910 833-804-0910 we do have breaking news here on the new sports radio 910 the fan now at 105 1fm breaking news on the fan Breaking news on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, powered by Odyssey, is brought to you by BetQL. I'm seeing this from Tom Peloroso of NFL Plus and the NFL Network. Offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has informed the Seahawks and the Commanders that he is staying in Detroit. Per sources, Johnson still only 37 years old and will be a hot head coaching candidate again next year, but first... He wants to take another shot at bringing a Lombardi trophy to Detroit. That's breaking news right here on 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, offense coordinator Ben Johnson informing the Seahawks and Commanders that he's staying in Detroit per sources. Tom Peloroso with the report. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD on The Fan. Adam Schefter does not miss. Adam Schefter is never wrong. 
Adam Schefter told everybody yeah. yesterday that Ben Johnson was not a lock. And that Mike McDaniel was not a lock to the Seahawks. And that Dan Quinn was not a lock. You just heard the breaking news. Offense coordinator for the Detroit Lions, Ben Johnson, opts to stay with the Lions as their offensive coordinator. You know, I mentioned this yesterday. I did mention it, Stubb, that I was scared that this was an option because if you're just taking the human element of it, they were damn close to getting to the Super Bowl. They were damn close. They had a 14-point lead in the NFC title game, and his offense was on display for the entire country, and it looked great. And you know what he's thinking? Here's what Ben Johnson thought to himself. He said, Jared Goff's a pretty damn good quarterback. What the hell do they have in Washington? Geno Smith in Seattle. I'm going to stay right where I am right now. Why would he leave? I get it. It makes it under. I, get I understand it. the decision. Now, it sucks, it sucks because it feels like we just lost our head coach, sure even does. though he wasn't our guy yet. Adam Schefter doesn't miss. Came on Pat McAfee's shows yesterday and said, don't be surprised when the commanders or the Seahawks don't get their guy. Ben Johnson will opt to stay in Detroit. Adam Schefter just said he was not the head coaching candidate. Uh, luck that people thought and his asking price spooked some teams per sources. There have been reports the commanders were aware of this, and that's why they have been operating uh, by interviewing many other people. They were yeah. they were not completely off guard by this, uh, but I'll tell you, I am. You know, yeah. I was pretty <laughs> sure that he was going to get hired today. Ta ta today, Junior. I did too. Yeah. I was so hoping. we'll take your phone calls right now. Eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. Who do you want to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders here on the Richmond Commander? It's time for the Richmond Commander. Are you ready for the phones are open. It's your chance to be the quarterback of this segment. There's something I like to say. Every day at 1 p.m. on AWOD Radio, the Richmond Commander. Taking your phone calls, how are you reacting to the news? Ben Johnson opts to stay in Detroit with the Lions as their offense coordinator. Let's go to the phone lines, 833-804-0910. Here on the Richmond Commander, we got Trey in Richmond. What's going on, Trey? What's going on, Adam? How's it going? Um, uh, I'm a little upset that Ben Johnson opted to stay in Detroit, but I understand it. There was a lot of questions you know, with taking this gig because we don't have a quarterback right now. So the commander is searching for another head coach now. Bring on Bill Belichick. You want Bill Belichick. <laughs> Tell me why you want Bill Belichick. Well, uh, I think he has a, a lot of knowledge that he can offer. And, uh, yeah, honestly, Bill Belichick would, would uh, I don't know, it, 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 it sounds good. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that, that Ben Johnson wasn't going to be the coach for Washington. Yeah. We'll see what happens here, but I, I totally agree that now Bill Belichick is absolutely back in the hunt here. Um, you know, Mike Florio threw his name out there weeks ago as a possibility for the commander's head coaching uh, job here, the vacancy. Look, now that Ben Johnson's out, all the other candidates are absolutely back in, and that's Dan Quinn moving to the top of the list here because he's been available for weeks, so they've already interviewed him twice and I believe one time in person, um, we have Mike McDonald, right? Or McD Mike McDonald. McDonald. Uh, McDonald. McDaniel's in Miami. McDonald is the defense coordinator for the Ravens. I like him. 
Uh, do we have that many other offensive options, right? Because Mike Vrabel is a defensive guy. Belichick is a defensive guy. The offensive option was Ben Johnson. Yeah. I, I, I was looking through, like, the, the potential candidates. Yeah. I mean, like, technically be enemy. Right. I, I'm not feeling too, no. too hopeful about that one. No. But yeah, that, I, that I just technically don't think that's is happening. an offensive option. You're right. You're right. So I think there's a chance that maybe... If they go defensive, then Biennemi keeps his job. Uh, the reports were that he impressed in his interview. Yeah. The, the I, question is, I want to know, did Ben Johnson interview with the commanders before he turned them down to stay with the Detroit Lions? Because the reports were that the commander's advisory board, right, Adam Peters, Josh Harrison company, were in Detroit today to interview Ben Johnson. Did they even, did that interview actually take place? Did they interview them, and then they basically said, hey, we're going to offer you the job, but maybe the contract negotiations didn't line up. It's a fluid situation here as we're trying to find out more information. But Ben Johnson opting to run it back with Jared Goff and the boys, and it's hard to blame him with just how good that offense was. Um, I think the Lions are going to be good again next season, right? Amon Ross St. Brown. Jameson yeah. Williams missed a lot of the year. Now you look at him, the way he played uh, in that playoff game. Sam Laporta got hurt at the end of the season. He's going to be healthy next year. And they've got two solid running backs. Um, I kind of I kind of think this might be the best decision for Ben Johnson's career. Right? Like, coming to Washington, the pressure would not have been on you year one to win. And that's a, that's a good thing. But year two, it would have been on you with the quickness. That that I mean, that seat was going to heat up because I believe this fan base and Josh Harris believes that th this is a two-year turnaround process, right? It's not that BS that Ron Rivera was preaching where it's give me four years and I'm going to build through the draft and build a roster that can compete. No, it's give me a quarterback in year one, give me a defensive playmaker in year, ton, year two, and let's go try to win this thing. According to ESPN, Bobby Slowick is still in the running. Yeah. And that is an offensive-minded. Oh, yeah. So we're not completely on D.C. No, and, and that was my original, my original, original hire, my OG hire dating back to last year when I initially ranted that Ron Rivera was a garbage head coach, great human being, garbage head coach. Except we interviewed him a week ago, and we have nothing scheduled. We have not rescheduled so it, yet. But the Bobby Slowick thing is – he was on the staff in 2012. His father, at one point, was on the Redskins staff as well. Slowick was a defensive assistant, moved to San Francisco, and teamed up with Kyle Shanahan on the offensive side of the ball and has since left him, teamed up with D'Amico Ryans in Houston and had all that success with the Texans and C.J. Stroud this year. So the good things for Slowick is he's part of the Shanahan tree. He's familiar with the history of this organization from his time here in 2012, and he just had a ton of success with a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. The problem yeah. with Slowick is he's very young, and he's just one year removed from being an assistant. Now it was his first year as the offensive coordinator. Doesn't have too much experience running an offense, and that feels like a big stretch to ask him to come here and be the head coach. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, not sure no, that he's the mean. right leader of men candidate. And that's why, you know what I'm going to say right now? I think that the commander's ownership is leaning Dan Quinn. We've seen the smoke. I don't want that. When there's smoke, there's fire. We saw the smoke in reports last week and earlier this week 
that Dallas was afraid of losing Dan Quinn and that they had reached out to Ron Rivera. Could Dallas and Washington be swapping coaches? Ron to Dallas, Dan Quinn to Washington. You're going to have to keep it locked to 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM for the latest on the Washington Commanders. As the breaking news, a few minutes ago from Adam Schefter, Detroit Lions offense coordinator Ben Johnson announces he is staying in Detroit for at least another year. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. Give us a call, 833-804-0910, as we react to the breaking news that offense coordinator Ben Johnson has decided to stick in Detroit as the offense coordinator for another season. Look, he realizes he's going to be a hot coach candidate next year as well. And there might be some better opportunities. You know, I I think we've been talking here locally, all right, in Richmond and the entire DMV, that Washington was one of the top two coaching destinations out there in terms of vacancies, right? And I think a lot of people would say the Chargers were probably number one because you've got money to spend, you've got Justin Herbert, you've got your quarterback, and and, um, some, some decent talent there. Maybe Ben Johnson didn't view Washington as the home run spot despite the new ownership and the money, because of the fact that we still don't have a quarterback. It's the number one position in football. It's the hardest job in, on the planet, and we didn't have our guy. And I, I get the the whole I, – I don't think it was even that. I think it's just he looked at every – like he, he, he would, I don't think he would have gone to anyone. I mm. think you get this close to the Super Bowl yeah. with a team he must love. I, I think everyone loves working with Dan. He's got a good quarterback. It's just such a sure thing. I, from his perspective, right. I'd imagine. But you just stay. you just said something that 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 makes a lot of sense. In Detroit, when they have success, Dan gets a lot of credit, but he's also the meathead guy. Everyone realizes he's not an X's and O's guy. Mm-hmm. So Ben Johnson got so much credit this year. He's going to continue to get that credit as long as the offense plays well next year, right? Yep. So he's going to still get the credit. Even though Dan Campbell's the head coach, everyone still looks at him as kind of a, a doofus. Yeah, right? no, he's the one that went for two or went for it on, on fourth down twice. I don't think he's a doofus for that, but but right. like that's my own opinion of stick with your guns. Right. But yeah, no but nobody one, looks no at Dan Campbell like from, a genius. Yeah, no one is walking away from that game saying Ben Johnson did anything wrong. Right. Right. So I get I get it. I would you know, you're not making as much money, but when you're making Offensive coordinator money. Yeah. That's still like enough to, to live a happy lifestyle off of. The, yep. the paycheck boost being head coach. I don't know if it's worth it for any other team. If you want to chime in, 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Or you could tweet us at AWOD Radio, at 910thefan. George tweets us, says, AWOD, you wanted a defensive guy. With the news of Ben Johnson being out, I think it becomes highly probable a defensive guy is the next coach. He's right. I am. I ori- originally wanted a defensive guy, and then I got qu- carried away, right, by the Ben Johnson alerts on Grant and Danny by watching the freaking Lions in the playoffs look amazing. Yeah, I got. I got carried away, carried away I was, I, and I turned into a Ben Johnson guy. So did I. How could you not with with that Lions yeah, it, offense? It, when when you thought they were going to get out first round of the playoffs. I understand that, but after they won it, yeah. it's hard to to get to not have those stars in your eyes. Yeah, Marsh tweets us. He says, "Awad, are we getting Bill Belichick?" I look. I don't think it's completely out of the question. I don't think it's, out of the question. I don't think it's happening though, because 
Look, I, I think Belichick will want too much power, right? He's yeah. going to want to have decision-making that what a GM would have, and I don't think that Adam Peters or Josh Harris want to give that up. Um, but it, it's interesting. You know, I, I always said, I don't know how we're going to go through this whole coaching vacancy and this coaching cycle, and Belichick and Vrabel are both going to be out of jobs. Well, I, I don't know if he wants the power. He said he was willing to step down as GM in the in, Patriots. In New in England. New England. Yes, That's that was in New, New England. England. You know. But I, I really think he's just chasing the record at this point. He, maybe he'll be like, fine, I'll be a head coach just to get yeah. the record. Yeah. And like, fine, I, I can't make these decisions. I would just like to have the most wins. Yeah. That is a reason I could see him come to Washington. The the issue with a guy like Mike McDonald to me, all right, a lot of success with Baltimore. I mean, they've been calling him the a young genius just he's been getting as much praise as Ben Johnson. Yeah. Right? And the and the guys are locked because both of them lost this weekend, so now they're both available, right? And that's why, you know, the Seahawks have been seeking McDonald for another interview. And I think he absolutely is one of the candidates here in Washington. The problem with McDonald is like and I talked to this about with Rick Snyder about this yesterday. I hate this that you hire the head coach and then he's going to decide the DC and the OC. Well, who the hell does Mike McDaniel know that coaches offense well? Right? He's 36 years old. He's been in Baltimore. They've gone through offensive coordinators left and right over the last few years. Who's he going to bring in? He could come in here and the offense could stink again. It could. And we don't have a quarterback, right? And so it's just, it's a terrible situation now, right? Because it feels like Washington had their guy. It feels like for weeks we had Ben Johnson circled. And, um, you know, we got we got shot in the butt here. I've been telling all my friends it was a surefire thing. I know. What a, what a fool I look like. I know. I saw Tomas over the weekend. I said, oh, yeah, <laughs> watch out, Patriots fans. Commanders are going to be good once we get Ben Johnson. He, he texted me to clown me instantly. He, oh, really? he, he knew before I knew. Yeah. <laughs> Just to, to, to laugh at me. I get it. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. Stubb, who do we have on line one here? Uh, the connection was, was poor. We oh, don't okay. have anyone, yeah. If you want to chime in, give us a call back, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. I mean, this just made... The trip to Vegas a little juicier. Yeah. Right? You, might, you really might not have a head coach by then. Right. That would be interesting. I mean, because, like, how about this? We literally went on Crosstalk today and talked about making a bet with Michael Phillips <laughs> if today <laughs> would be the day or if it would be tomorrow. And Within I, the next 48 hours, we said. And then I tweeted out yesterday, when's Ben Johnson getting hired? Right. That's a, that's an outdated tweet. Right, yeah. <laughs> I guess Ben Johnson won't be making his way down to Richmond. Maybe next year. <laughs> to get to know the Richmond fan base here. Yeah. Ugh. Look, I, I told you guys yesterday I thought there was a chance he could stay in Detroit just because of how good that offense is. Um, I kind of was emotionally hedging myself there by saying that <laughs> uh, because now I don't know what to think, right? Like. Yeah. We really do have to. We've got to get an insider back on the show here. I know. We need to. I don't know who. And yeah, I, I know. Here we go. We get, maybe we can get Grant Polson to call in. Right? Grant was on top of this with Ben Johnson. We had his co host on the show earlier and Danny Ruye. Um, it's just, look, it's a fluid situation now. It's, all, it's ongoing. Things are going to be changing. Uh, we will find out the latest here uh, over the next few hours. As uh, Ian Rapport says, smart decision by Ben Johnson as he will remain in Detroit and the Commanders and Seahawks will now have to move forward with their searches for their head coaching vacancy. I, I think part of the reason Johnson decided to stay also is he's 37 years old. 
He's, he's going to have this opportunity yeah. for a few years. Um, and look, I don't think maybe he didn't want to build with Washington, right? Like why we 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 said we wanted to hire a guy that would be the face of the franchise, a la Joe Gibbs, for the next fifteen years. That's a big commitment. That's a that, big to commitment like, to just fully. It's a whole new team. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to say it. Maybe Josh Harris got a little cheap with the with the contract. There have been several reports. I'm not making things up here that in his time with the Philadelphia 76ers, the trust, the process under Josh Harris, that he's been cheap. He's been cheap with buying players. He's been cheap with contracts. He's been cheap with coaches. Maybe he did not want to offer top dollar to a 37-year-old unproven offense coordinator. I guess I Maybe get that it. has something to do with it. I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, but but he could. Ben Johnson could have just as easily gone to the Seahawks, though, couldn't he? Yeah, no, you're right so, about that. But I think maybe he viewed that as another situation uh, that you could get run out in three years, right? I think that's what some of these guys are scared of is going to it. So, like with Seattle, they're in a win now mode, right? right? Washington, it's not win now year one, but I think that the the heat the the heat seat um, the seat heats up on them year two and absolutely year three. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Where there there's no str- Look, this Detroit team, I think, could go five and twelve next year. He'd probably keep his job, right? I, I just, I don't think he gets fired after one bad season. No, he wouldn't get fired. But, but would he? Would people still view him as view a top him as candidate? someone to grab? Yeah, and and we don't know. Maybe he met with Detroit and, and the Lions uh, GM and the Lions owner, and they said, "Yeah, we'll throw you an extra five million. Just stay here in Detroit." Things could come that, out in a few that hours. Be smart for could them. say that that's he a, got a, you know, a he got play. an increase in his contract. I that's smart. Yeah. I I would want to stay in Detroit if I was Dan Campbell. Yeah. I mean, and Ben Johnson. Right. I just I would. Right. I, I that's a good group there. It's a good group. And it's a good fan base. Yes. And and there's just something too in this league where there's not many good quarterbacks. When you kind of find one that works well with you, he listens to you. He's improved under you. Why don't you stick with him? And Jared Goff yeah. seems to be connected to Ben Johnson. So yeah. why not keep it rolling here? If you want to chime in, 833-804-0910. That's 833-804-0910. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. No Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, reacting to the breaking news, Lions offense coordinator Ben Johnson opts to stay with Detroit as their offensive coordinator. Adam Schefter saying that it, it came down to the price tag. Uh, so that we don't know if he was either asking for too much or if Josh Harris wasn't offering enough. Uh, but the two sides did not agree on a deal. And um, look, Schefter says he was not the head coaching lock that people thought and his asking price spooked some teams per sources. Uh, we've been discussing it. Look, Detroit's going to have a better offense than Washington next year. They're going to have a better quarterback than Washington next year. The commanders and the advisory board with Josh Harris, Magic Johnson, Mitchell Rails, uh, Spielman, and Bob Myers, including Anna Peters, will need to continue their search for the next head coach. Joining us right now, as he does every Tuesday at 1.30, on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline from CBS 6 here locally, it's Lane Casadante. What's going on, Lane? Hey, good afternoon, Adam. How's everybody? I'm doing pretty good here, but, um, you know, I, I was originally on the mindset that I wanted a defensive-minded coach. I wanted a guy to come in and do what Ron Rivera didn't do right, 
But then in the last few weeks, I've kind of fallen in love with Ben Johnson the way the Lions have been playing in the playoffs. And this, and again, it depends on the organization that you have. But the Commanders need an offensive-minded guy. Um, I would say if you know if the offense is already running along pretty well, mm-hmm. and you're in shootouts all the time, then maybe you do look at a defensive guy. But when you need everything, you need to start with offense. And when you need a quarterback, if a lot of people think the commanders do, then you need to bring in a guy who is going to find the guy to lead you for the next decade. Lane, let me ask you this, though. Is this Ben Johnson in Detroit? Do you think that this is a 100% final set in stone? Or could this just be a negotiating a negotiation piece and the commanders will come back with more money in a few hours? Uh. I- when you say no in the NFL, people tend to believe you. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a highly calculated risk to play this kind of game of chicken because there are so many candidates and there are so many options and there are, there's so much going on. You know, Ben Johnson may get a better offer in a year or two. And right now, he is far closer to winning a Super Bowl in Detroit than he would be if he came to Washington, D.C., He's only 37, um, and you can see where he will probably get his opportunity to lead an organization in the very near future, and this just isn't, this just isn't the right one for him. Uh, I, I tend to think that when you hear his asking price was too high, I tend to think that Johnson said it in the stratosphere just to see if anybody would bite, and if they didn't, he's still in a pretty good spot. Yeah. No, it's a great point right there. Lane Casadante with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. So with Ben Johnson not available, uh, we know Mike McDonald uh, becomes a very high candidate. Dan Quinn as well has been interviewed several times. But the only offensive option left is Bobby Slowick, the OC for the Houston Texans. You know, he's on the Shanahan tree. He was here in Washington in 2012. I don't think he's quite ready for this job yet, though. Well, and the other thing that Josh Harris and especially Magic Johnson understand more than anything is that, you know, it, you to a certain extent, you have to win the press conference yeah. because of where this organization is, where the fan base is, and where this ownership group is. You need to make a slam dunk with someone to whom you can point at them and say, this is why. If you don't know who this guy is, this is why you need to know who he is. And this is why we've chosen him. And that has to factor in the back of their minds. Now, you know, that's not Bill Belichick, obviously. Um, And it's not, you know, I don't know that there are any big names out there that would make people look and say, oh, wow, I can't believe that happened. Um, (laughs) I'm reminded of the time that the Redskins, uh, back then the Redskins, brought Joe Gibbs back the second time. That was big enough for me to that. You remember that happened very late at night when it broke. And at the time, my wife, who grew up a Redskins fan with her father and brother, was working uh, during the day and was already asleep. And that was big enough for me to call home and wake her up and tell. (laughs) And the commanders could use something like that. I just don't think they have the opportunity with the available uh, coaching pool that's out there right now. It's so interesting. I'm. I'm really shocked uh, that he decided to stay in here in Detroit after all the reports were that the commanders had their guy. It was locked in. Everyone was excited. I mean, this is just so wild for the fan base here, commanders fans, 
who are already getting excited for what Ben Johnson's offensive schemes could look like. And you know what? This is there's a lot of things to like about what we do covering sports and you know paying attention to things that we would pay attention to anyway. Coaching searches are the absolute worst hmm. part of this job. They're worse than sitting outside in 20 degree weather shooting football games. Coaching searches are the worst for this very reason. You can have everything pointing in one direction and at one person. And what, I mean, we really don't know. The average fan, the public, even the insiders are a good 24 hours behind anything that happens. And we're not in the minds, we're not in the rooms. You know, we can, you can have sources, you can have somebody tell you what happened, but unless you're there or unless you are inside the mind, of someone who is being considered for this stuff or inside the mind of someone whose decision it is to make to hire someone, none of us really know, and this is a prime example of that. Lane Casadante with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow him on social media, Lane CTV Sports. I do think that this opens up the possibility of Eric Bieniemy remaining the offensive coordinator. If you hire a defensive-minded head coach, especially a young guy like Mike McDonald, he might not have the connections to bring in a better offensive coordinator candidate than a guy that's already on staff in Bieniemy. Okay, now my argument to that is, then if you were going to do it, why didn't you just keep Ron Rivera? Well, because Ron stinks at a, as a leader of men. And Bieniemy <laughs> at least is firing people up when he speaks. <laughs> okay, now, okay, there is that, but you get my point where you just had a defensive guy as head coach. You're going to keep the enemy around. That, I, to me, that doesn't show the fan base that you are truly moving in a different direction and that you are really committed to, you know, taking this organization forward to where you think it needs to be. Now, I will say this the fact that the enemy still has an office up there in Ashburn and the fact that none of them have been let go yet speaks you know, better for his chances than it would be if he had packed his stuff up a week ago. Um, I I mean, I don't know. Are they kind of keeping him around? Are they dangling stuff in front of him? I, I don't know. Um, it's, you know, at some point, in, the world's getting awful big in the window. They're going to have to make a decision one way or the other because uh, they're not moving the draft back a couple of weeks just because the commanders can't get who they think they need. Lane, always appreciate you taking the time, man. Thanks a lot. Adam, thanks for having me. Have a great week, everybody. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. Uh, this just in from Adam Schefter. He says that Commander's officials were en, were en route to Detroit for a meeting with Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator. When they got word that Johnson was staying with the Lions per sources, while the abrupt pivot by Johnson was considered surprising by several league sources, he was not considered a lock for the commander's job despite his strong reputation as a coordinator and a loyal coach. The commander's leadership team remains eager to meet with the respected Glenn, who is one of the several candidates the team is expected to consider for its head coaching vacancy. So that answers our question from earlier. Did they even get to speak with Ben Johnson? No. No. Will they speak with Aaron Glenn? Yeah. Yes. They are continuing uh, their travel to Detroit. It's wild situation going on. Uh, we'll bring you the latest before it breaks on Twitter right here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM.